Oh no, I dropped my snack. Sorry. <gasps> what are you having? I'm a little hungry. Yeah. Ooh, Ritz bits. Oh, oh peanut butter ones. ones. Uh, peanut butter ones. Yeah. yeah, those are the first. Ain't go, those ain't, are the at-home ain't ones. Ain't doing no cheese. Uh, no. Have you ever had the pizza ones? No, they're disgusting. Have you ever had the s'mores ones? Yeah, they're the best. <laughs> okay, I I need you to. You can't you can't buy them in this house because then I, I I I love them so much. It's like little cookies. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, I miss. Can them. you tear them for me from like? Which is the best Ritz? The s'mores ones? <clears throat> yeah, my per- but I can't have the s'mores ones all the time. Like I can't, um, like like that. But the ones that I can have consistently are definitely um, uh, the the peanut butter ones. So I would go with, um, I would go with s'mores, s'mores, peanut butter, then cheese, and then whatever monstrosity they've decided to create after that is um, is is up to them. But uh, everything else can just be ranked below. All right. Hannah, do you have a do you have a ranking of of Ritz crackers? I, I don't like them enough. The peanut butter ones I would eat. The rest of them, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'd try a s'more one. Corey finds the peanut butter ones to be crack. So like, and and my kids love them too. Crack and or they crap? Get like crack. Crack. He loves crack. them. He loves them. Gotcha. Uh, my kids uh, like the Ritz mostly, not always. They always like the peanut butter ones. I've never had the s'more ones. I didn't know they existed. And are you, I, I feel like you're a Ritz person then, Lucy? I They're not. Like, if I open the cupboard and I see them, I'm not reaching for them. But, like, if they're out, I'll eat them. I I like the cheese ones. I don't know. I'm a I'm a I am a I'm a salty girl. I I will pick something salty over something. <laughs> well, we know this for <laughs> many reasons on many levels. I'm a salty girl. Um, I will pick salty over sweet. I will pick salty over sweet. Same, m- most of the time. Not since get I got pregnant. Like I was always salty, and then I got pregnant. And, like now I like sweets apparently. But like I don't consider cheese in the salty category. For okay. me, I'm not like a cheese person. So like, uh-huh. like I don't love Doritos unless it's the sweet chili heat because I love spice. I'm a spicy person. Oh, those ones are good. Yeah, those ones. All right, are, Brandon, those ones are excellent. Lucy's salty. I'm spicy. What are you? <laughs> are these our Spice Girl names? <laughs> Ooh, salty spice. Nice. Um, I don't have. Um, I don't have. I, I don't have a. Do I have a preference? I don't think so. I have a. I, like if someone, if you went, to, if you came to my house and I was like, "Hey, Brandon, do you want a snack?" and you were like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Okay, you can have this bag of chips or this box of Smarties." What would you pick? Well, the chips because I don't like Smarties. All right. So, All right, so oh, okay. Cho- fine. Generic chocolate. <laughs> Your no, you can't just chocolate. say generic chocolate. What's the cho- Reese's pieces? Oh, Re- Reese's, Reese's, Re- Reese's. Reese's, but what kind of chips? <laughs> what kind of chips? Uh, it doesn't matter. Reese's. So, in general, salty or sweet? Salty or sweet? You're more. You're more specific. I am very specific like based. General. I have more like I. Mm-hmm. I for, yes, that's what it is. Like if it's so, I ha- I can reframe the question for you, please. Brandon. You go to the grocery store. I'm at the grocery store. Melissa's like, here's five bucks. Go buy yourself a treat. What do you pick? You can only buy one thing. He says I'm going to need more money because of inflation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this doesn't have to get in. in, We we don't have to publish this or, or, or put this in the thing. But the picture that you sent us of his first day of kindergarten... 
your kid's uh, <laughs> a little small. Yeah. Oh, what's he gonna say? <laughs> oh, but I, but I, but, but now I, I, now I'm like, I just like, I was like, he's his crown. Even when he's wearing his crown, it's like then then some of the other kids like then their head starts like he's like he's pretty. Um, my mom said she looked at the picture and she was like, I was looking for him. <laughs> Couldn't find him. He's right in the front. <laughs> he's just really little. But like he has the curse of my jeans. We are short people. Yeah. Not surprising. And he also has a really late birthday. He's a December baby. Oh, he's so not dead. only is he he's the youngest in the class and he's got short jeans. Mm-hmm. He's just going to. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up, you would get held back. Like or like not not in a bad way, but anybody mm-hmm. September to December, it was optional to go and it was and um now they like you're not really allowed to. I think you would have to really make a case. And I brought it up to their t- to the teachers when we went to like the orientation and stuff and I was like, "We haven't really considered like we haven't thought about we haven't made our decision if we're going to send him this year or next, but you don't get to make the call anymore. If you skip kindergarten, they just put you into grade one. You just skip it. Like if you don't mm-hmm. enroll them, they just move you into grade one. They keep you with your age. And I and the teachers just said that there's um, there's no evidence that shows that they lag based on the year that they're like their birthday. Um, and unless there's a reason like developmentally that they're yeah. not doing well, then they, they don't, don't get they don't get a they don't get a chance to like it's just yeah. like it's right so like so like R's not gonna he doesn't qualify for it like he has to stay well, in the class but, but like you'd have to wait anyway to see I think like oh, that right, he, yeah, yeah. he's hit every milestone like with flying colors that he hasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so no reason <laughs> and I remember like some of the there's like an Instagram account that I follow some other parenting one mm-hmm. and somebody that did it and had a later birthday kid and held their kid back um and their reasoning for it wasn't anything to do with where they were at now but it was more so thinking about their future and when they're in high school and they're 16 17 thinking about universities yeah and they'll be that much younger than the rest of their class trying to make these big life decisions but then you know I, I i went back and forth on it a lot and i was like you know what after high school i didn't go to university i like i just i took a year off like a year and a bit off and i just traveled and did stuff and so i feel like we'll support our kid if they want like if r wants to travel cool if he wants to go to school cool cool like do your thing yeah, you know, yeah for sure come up with a plan and so like if he isn't ready to get you know, secondary education, that's fine. Yeah. Then take a year off. Do yeah, something absolutely. else. Oh, so, the stress of the, acad- yeah. uh, the, the stress of how schooling works and that schedule is so intense is it's yeah. insane. I mean, to the fact that basically the norm is, well, at 15, you're going to have to try to figure out what you want to do as a career. Like, you kind of have to start <laughs> thinking about it. And by 16, you probably have to really know what you're doing. And 17, you have to choose. Like, you, like 17, you've got to, like, no, no. And it's like, and it's like 17. I can't even, I can't even drink. I just started driving. <laughs> I just learned to tie my shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you want me to choose what my career is going to be? And then it's, like, even taking that gap year, which I think is more accepted now or, or you know, the allowing... It's still just like a year. I feel like if you take two, three, four years off, there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like people still are like, well, why haven't you gone yet and stuff? And it's more yeah. encouraged for people to just go straight into it. Mm-hmm. And then by 22, it's just like, I've done all my education. I'm ready for the world. And it's like, yeah, but you chose something like 
six years ago that you don't even know if you'll like anymore. Like, yeah. I just, I, I, I can't imagine. I, I, it, yeah, it'll be, it'll be weird seeing our kids grow up and then seeing them and knowing where school is there and what the pressures are and stuff. Because if it's still the same, I would never put the pressure on any of my kids to have to choose. Like, you know, just relax, like, just, just like relax, go, go and do things, work for a year. I don't work for two years, go travel, go do something like it's like, just kind of, you know, get good grades. But then it's like, really figure out what you want to go and do, because it's a huge investment to go for four years, five years, whatever, to, to, to go and learn something that you chose when you can't even drink yet you know you can't even vote yet like it's like you're that's that's you've got to choose what you want to do for the rest of your life yet you have no you've you're not an adult yet like that's i don't know it's just that's a lot of it's a lot lucy you went to college uh yes did you did you go right i took an extra year of high school and then i went straight to college Mm. and it uh didn't stick i didn't stay for very long because i was too young Yeah. yeah that i went off and did other things and then I came back and then I was like then I met Sterling and then I went off and did other things and then I I don't know it's like I never had the the opportunity to go back mm-hmm. I also think that it's like I think we need to like normalize going back at any point in your life oh for sure like you don't and changing careers like I feel like our parents generation it was very admirable to be with a company and be with them for 35 years and then retire with them I don't really think it was admirable I think it was just normal like my dad had the same job for 35 years my grandpa had the same job for I don't know, uh, 40 years, like it was with the same, with the same company. Like it was, but it was looked at positively. Like I, yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. I think, I think that's what maybe what Hannah saying. like, it's also like, you know, the fact that your dad worked f- for the same company for so long, it's like, people are like, that's awesome. Whereas I feel like our generation, it's like, you work for a company for 35 years. It's just like, Oh, I guess you're not ambitious. Like, I guess you didn't well, want to reach out and stuff. Like I'm wondering, I, I just, I get, which I don't agree with. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying I agree with that thing. It's just like, that's what I, that's what I get the feeling of is like, we live in a time when it's like you work for a, a couple of years at a place and then you move on to something else because at least we're, we're, at least that's, I've noticed that it's like the more you jump, uh, you jump to company to company to company the more your your success becomes like you the bigger your success becomes if however you want to like it can be i think both of those things are true i think you can stay with a company forever and it can be awesome if that's what uh, you yeah, want for sure but i also think that like jumping around can be awesome if that's what you want or like totally pivoting like my mom went back to school in her 50s to become a nurse she had worked in schools forever and she worked in care homes and home care but then she was like hey I want to be a nurse and did it in her 50s you know like it's she didn't have like she's still a nurse now but she's retired mostly Mm -hmm. she didn't have a long career as a nurse but it's something that she enjoyed doing and like I don't think there's anything wrong with going back to school or changing careers or like anyway it'll be interesting to see what our kids choose and what will be like expected or or, like the norm when they can afford post-secondary education because yeah. that's what I, I was going to say. Like, I don't, I think that part of going back and being retrained for a different career is time and money. Totally. Like, I would but, do it, but I can't afford it in, I don't have enough time and I don't have enough money to do either. So, you know, we'll see what the post-secondary education market is like when our children grow. Well, I was just going to say that there's a lot of, depending on what you are wanting to do like there's obviously some careers that you have to go certain routes to get jobs but there's a lot of things like doing 
online courses and stuff that are from different like google has a ton of them and coursera yeah. and for either free or inexpensive um and depend it really depends on what route you're going like you can't do that to become a nurse obviously no 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 but no, like no. but like you know, coding and project stuff, like or project coordinator like that was yeah. the course i was taking or like bookkeeping yep. or you know other random things that you can yeah. do there's ways to be able be, to get to do it i was gonna ask you lucy is like do you do you do do you honestly feel like you don't have the time like say money wasn't an issue would you do you don't think you'd be able to make any time or enough time not make any time you don't think you'd be able to make enough time in order to be able to 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 go back and 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 get a degree or diploma or or, or something like that not for anything that i would be interested in doing i don't think that, that's fair i was gonna yeah. ask. like, yeah, I, yeah, like, like yeah. if you want to yeah. be like an, uh, an administrative assistant or um like yeah you can totally take those courses online that will qualify yeah, yeah, you yeah. but yeah. It, if it's like a full not that those yeah. aren't full careers but like if it's something that is just requires that much more yeah time yeah. and it's just like and it's the longevity of it too right i mean like mm-hmm. the the some of these courses it's like it's 80 hours and now you have a certificate or a diploma or you're trained yeah. as like at least a basic level you you can code now like you know it's basic it's like it's it's at the bottom level and stuff but it's like 80 hours you put in and then you're able to 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 get that back and stuff but if it's you want to be a whatever that needs like three years of night courses mm-hmm. it's like that's a much different level of uh, uh the money thing is the money thing like there's no way of getting around that if you yeah. don't have the money to be able to do that it's like there's only so many places you can go and try and find it before you can it's like you just can't afford to be able to go back to school but i said that based on like a going back to like a universe like taking yes, like a full yeah. university course Absolutely. is what i was talking yeah, yeah. That's oh, what yeah. i was referring no to. i know that's what like, i'm saying is like it's that's what I'm saying is like if you if it's like if night courses or like online yeah. stuff is like a struggle yeah. it's just like going back to school like yeah. going back yeah. to like a college for 3 years and you're doing a full course load it's like i yeah it's it, you know I, I, to to now step over my other point it's just like yeah, we should give people more time to figure out what they want to do before they go to school. But it's also really tough to do that if then you go and you get a life and then all of yes. a sudden now yeah, you're exactly. going to have to go back to school and like try to sandwich it in there. It's like yeah. it is very it's not impossible. I'm not saying it's impossible and I'm not trying to be depressed or anything, you know, you or like negative about it. supportive partner and family and like mm-hmm. or a gonna, schedule. I, I don't think yeah. Sterling would be I don't think Sterling would be against you going back to school or anything like that but it's also it does he have the ability just time-wise with his job to be able to you know be able to to balance yeah. that. I know I know that I know that I can speak for Melissa. It's like Melissa's schedule is is very very difficult to yeah. it would have to be something that I would have to go back to school with and if it would take me 2 years it probably would take me 5 years to actually do all of the courses. Like it would be right. it, would it would be something be, it would yeah, have yeah. to be flexible. That's Super what I meant by flexible. like time constraints it's not necessarily that i don't have enough time during the day to do it yeah but it's more so that like i don't and i only have one kid so i can't even imagine trying like i yeah yeah and 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 the job search is also difficult because i know that like for me it's been difficult to find something that works around you know and this isn't an excuse of why i haven't found work it's just another obstacle of just trying to figure out where you can what can you do that also doesn't completely collapse the family (laughs) where you're just and i mean that in the sense of like logistically there are ways in order to be able to make everything run you both have jobs but 
and and people go to school and they or they go to daycare and it's like it's fine but if you also then sacrifice the fact that the five of us in in my case five of us are never together the the i i you know the the kids only have us for dinner one of us for dinner maybe like you know twice a week like you know and and the other times it's like somebody else is looking after them only once a week maybe on the weekends that we're there for dinner you know what i mean like it's like i'm i'm solo parenting this weekend that you know melissa's got them always in the evenings like it's like it also becomes difficult that you're like so then what kind of family life do you want to also have and what kind of that and that's like a whole other level of something that you have to think about when it comes back to um where do you want to place your time? Because if yeah. you, 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 you getting a job, what is are you going to compromise? Yeah, you, you always do. You always have to compromise and stuff. And the the logistics of it is tough. It's why it's um, yeah. It's just it's just it's just difficult to navigate that because it's I I I don't I hate school. Like I I hate it. I I probably would benefit from going back. I don't disagree with that notion. But I also like hated school. I don't learn well in a school setting, in a classroom setting. It's just not where my brain uh, Have goes Have you considered to. the fact that your uh, poor performance in school was because you were not interested in the thing you were learning? 100%. Because that has come to my attention 100%. as of late. And that I, I did well in the classes I was interested in and in the classes where I liked the way the information was being taught to me. And I did terribly in classes that I should have liked, but because I had a bad teacher. Like, I did terribly in English in my later years because I had drama teachers who thought they could teach English. And English is my number one subject. I had a similar thing, too. Like, math was something that... It sometimes took me a little bit longer, but I generally got it. I often got it not in the way that they would teach it because my brain would work differently. And it was like, I would have all my, you know, show your work and I'd have it all shown. And then my teacher would be like, well, you got the right answer, but the way you did it was weird. But I, it's how I, mm-hmm. that's how I figured it out. Like, why yeah, it's not yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was in pre-calc when I was in like grade 10 or something like that. And I was also in choir and we had a tour for our choir and I was gone for like the first week of pre-calc. And when I got back, I missed like the core basics of pre-calc. And like if you miss the basics of pre-calc, yeah. you're kind of screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so can. I really struggled with it and I didn't have a teacher that would support me at all. And so like after the first semester or whatever, like on my report card, all he wrote was, I don't think Hannah should continue into calculus. And it's just because I had a teacher that gave up on me, a teacher that mm-hmm. didn't think that I could do it the way he did it. And I didn't have a teacher that supported me to help me get caught up to understand. And so like I would just, and I was like, Okay, screw it. I'm not doing this then. No. And I maybe would, like, I don't know, would I have liked calculus? Probably not. But that initial, like, that first week of grade 10, missing out that one thing and then not having a teacher support me sucked. And I hated seeing that in the report card that my teacher didn't even say, you know, like, if Hannah chooses to move forward, maybe we should look at. Um, catching her up like it wasn't even like an option it was just like i don't think she should do this i'm like well fuck you too it's it's interesting to hear people say that they don't like school you brought this up lucy but it's like it's interesting people that say that they don't like school and then i find a common denominator between all of that is also like they've just had really bad experiences Mm -hmm. with teachers like there's just teachers that just feel like and i think that there's there's teachers that are not 
developed yet in teaching, but they still care. And I feel like those ones I'm like, that I don't have a problem with. Like I, I look back on it and I just go, no, I was the ass in that situation. Like I should have tried harder. Like it's mm-hmm. like, that's a, mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe this teacher isn't up to snuff in order to be able to teach this class, but they are trying. Like they are mm-hmm. trying to teach the class and they are trying Definitely. to teach you and stuff. But then there are other teachers where they're like, they're expecting you to do 95% yes. of the work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm going to write it on the board mm-hmm. and you're going to just, you're going to either ingest this or not. And if you don't, I'm going to fail you. Yes. Like it's like, that's 100%. kind of it. And it's really difficult to get excited about anything. If you just have someone who's also not excited about it. And again, it's not that every English teacher needs to also be a drama teacher so they get to act out Shakespeare and then it's like, oh, great, we all get to do a play. Like, you know, I mean, I'm not asking every teacher to go above and beyond and stuff, but it is something that I've noticed that people that just struggle with school, it's or that struggle with school, but they go, but I had this one class that really inspired me and it's like well what inspired you about it like what did you what did you love about it and it's just like well the way that this teacher talked about it and you go there it is like it's mm-hmm. it all comes down to sometimes it all comes down to just how a child is you know whatever age is being like spoken to and like mm-hmm. being well, and, taught in that way because and, and I'll say this too that I don't think anybody that says I hated school or I don't like school and and I, f- I feel like all of us are this way I it's not that I don't like to learn because I love to learn. I love learning new things. I love learning about new people. But I don't I don't like the school structure. I didn't do well with it. Like and I've like and so it's not that I don't like to learn, but having a teacher that was amazing, like you said, Brandon, that was passionate or that found ways to help you learn in the way that worked for you, then those are the classes you're gonna excel in. And it's I had a teacher in mm-hmm. grade nine English and I sometimes think uh she left at the end of my first year of high school and i sometimes think i wonder how my if my life would be different if she hadn't left because she Mm. was she was passionate and enthusiastic and helpful and encouraging and and just and all of those things made her such a wonderful teacher that i'm Mm -hmm. like maybe maybe my life would be different if that teacher had stayed and had encouraged me and been like shown me instead of being this like isolated kid to be passionate about something and that and not to be afraid of that because I think that's that's part of it as well is like especially when you're a teenager and you're just trying to impress everybody it's like it's not cool to be passionate about something it's not cool to want to to want to do things (laughs) I also feel like like we're talking about this this is just like our experience coming like being students but like I could not imagine going into a class and being like like I have friends that become teachers or you know family whatever and I'm like you must be so awkward or like like can can you imagine certain people in your life walking into a classroom and like getting it but wanting to do it it's just like it would be a really hard job to do and like really hard to figure out those nuances of like okay, well, th- I'm teaching high school. This is what high, like, high schools want, are thinking about sex, right? Or like grade twos are thinking about, I don't know what they, losing their teeth. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like it's going to be finding something that works. It would be really hard to be, and like, you know, there's some pe- teachers that go in and be like, I'm going to be the cool teacher, but then it really doesn't work. You know, like it's, it would be really hard to be a oh, teacher. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's not, it's not a job with, like, I've. So many No, levels. thank you. I don't like children enough. Yeah. <laughs> 
like could you imagine going back to school you probably didn't like it if you dropped out or whatever and then like if you walked into a class and it's like a drill sergeant you'd be like no peace like nah, I'm, I'm out yeah. of here like this is yeah, so like so you walking need a, in you just need a passionate like teacher hey i'm here to help and they'd be like yeah okay i'll just I guess I'll just sit down. Like it yeah. wouldn't be as scary yeah. and intimidating. That it's yeah. uh yeah I, I yeah I, at my age I I'm yeah if somebody started yelling at me I'm like I'm an adult I I <laughs> I'm, go, I'm going home. What is this? My, like it's I like, get enough from my children. My yeah, children yeah, yell yeah, at yeah. me enough. Yeah. I don't is need that you. not? Don't disrespect. I didn't come me. here to be yelled at. Yeah, yeah yeah. I can get be yelled at at home. Brandon, you didn't do your homework. It's just like no. I didn't, because I get to choose not to. This is a... All right, bye, man. It's, I'm, I'm out of here. Let's, it's interesting, though, because I... Like I said, he had a, like an older school... Like an old school teacher last year. And um, this year, he has kind of like... She's kind of like the middle ground. But there's another teacher who is new to teaching. Like, she's... I don't... I Less than five years, I think. And her... Um, approach to teaching is very different it's far more empathetic than than like his other teacher was last year so hmm. and i think that that's it's the way that they're being trained now like it's hmm. just they they're being trained differently than they used to be so but you'll you'll start to think about it once your kids get it yeah, yeah i mean more into it it's it's gonna be difficult i mean but yeah it, to be i feel like it gets tough when you don't get then get to choose the teacher or at least n know who the teacher is beforehand like I, I hannah i know r went to you got to meet the teacher before but do you get to like choose which teacher he gets like to vet it or do you just like you just you just met the teacher and and you you seem happy about it you seem happy with her but it's like it, it was like kind of like a rolling of the dice sort of thing and i feel like that's also part of the problem is that there are teachers that are just better with other students than they are with the ones that they have and it's like you wish that you could have your kid with a teacher that teaches the way that is proper but you also don't get to do that you just kind of have to go i hope we and and it's evident because the three of us all have examples of great teachers and i mean i i don't have an example of a great teacher but i have examples <laughs> of bad teachers and you guys had examples of both of good and bad teachers so it's like you get both sides of it it's just sometimes you just you stumble upon the right teacher and other times you you don't you just have the complete wrong way of learning that then completely derails you and it, especially for you Lucy it hit at a point where it was I really could have used a teacher that was this way at this point in my life and because I didn't have that I I you question it right like it's like yeah. you question certain things about where you could have been you don't you don't um it's not an excuse. It's just you question it. You just you f you're trying to see yeah. like you know maybe if I had this would my life have been different? Maybe it wouldn't have. Maybe maybe it wouldn't have. Maybe it would have been yeah. completely different. I just I just don't mm -hmm. know. So mm -hmm. yeah, and and for me where we live now, like we we went and I met both kinder teachers before we were like assigned our teacher, and ours is assigned based on where we live or what daycare we go to. So like we got the teacher that all of the neighbors have. Okay, which was also really wonderful because then um like she was just raved about by I, i'm sure the other teacher was also lovely like i didn't have i don't have anything bad to say about her it's just the yeah. one we got i know so many people that had her that loved her so much that we, mm -hmm. we did and technically it was a roll of the dice so like we got lucky and um yeah and she's wonderful and yeah who knows what it's going to be like and i think that's just where like when it comes down to it um 
you know, maybe your kid has a shitty teacher and like supporting them at home, I guess, afterwards. This kind of what you got to do where which is part of parenting. Like that's just part of parenting. Yeah. Like is, you know, um, helping them. You're, you know, we're not trying to shelter them, but helping them through work through what they're going through at school, at daycare, whatever, you know, to a degree, obviously, if it's harmful, you just figure that like, that's a different story. But if it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't like the way this teacher teaches. Okay, well, like, then maybe that's your, I don't know, quote, unquote, homework was like, helping your kid at home, figure out the way that teacher teaches, and you guys can figure it out. And I guess it's just going to be a process that we're going to, we're all going to have to figure this out over the next 10 years, whatever years that we kind of help our kids at home navigate life i remember in grade five my parents were especially my mother was like really really helping me and i was just like why is she just getting on my butt so much about all of these assignments and like really working with me and like making sure that i get it like why is it like i was like mom just leave me alone and then it was only years later i found out is because my parents hated my grade five teacher they were like she's awful (laughs) she's terrible so we just wanted to make sure that like you got you had you at least you were okay like you know you you did the stuff and we could help you with it and stuff and i feel like that's the that's the thing i i i always get you out of there for next year yeah exactly it's just (laughs) like i I, yes you got a crappy teacher this year we're going to try to help you throughout this thing as much as possible so that you can get into grade six um and my grade six teacher was 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 wonderful um still did terrible in the classes but he was he was he was very very good but i always joked to my parents i was just i was like why didn't you tell me when in grade five that my teacher sucked i would have felt a lot better about the bad grades i was getting if it was just all my teacher's fault but they couldn't do that you can't do that or else then i really no. wouldn't have, then i really wouldn't yeah, have done anything well you would have been you would have been like self-conscious about it probably. oh or, or i would have been or, a jerk or you would have walked like, in and been like ha, you're huh, a terrible teacher. my parents don't like <laughs> you and i don't have to said. do what you say whatsoever that's yeah just, yeah. Yeah. yeah my parents said that i don't have to listen to you brandon i do have a question for you absolutely please uh so michelle is in montessori yep is she going to go to public school for grade one? That's the plan right now. Uh, mainly, uh, you know, it's a financial thing because it's expensive to send three kids to to to, to school uh, that you have to pay for. Um, I also think that the school that she goes to right now is incredible. We love it. It only goes up to grade six now for the elementary. So it would be like, even if we were thinking about sending her for the entire elementary cycle it's like it it works in a three-year cycle right so it's like if we don't switch her in grade one for grade one to be where she goes to public school it would be switching her for grade four and if it's not in grade four it's grade seven so it's like figuring out what we think is the best transition because eventually she's got to transition into public school like it's eventually she's going to be doing that so right now that's the plan i mean i think i I think even michelle has she knows about that she's like even today at drop off she was just like when do i get to go to grade one and i was just like (laughs) i and and i'm like i I had to tell her i was like it's it's the beginning of the school year like you got 11 months before that even happens you've got like nine months still of school that you got to do like she's like oh it's taking forever and the teachers were laughing (laughs) teachers were laughing when i was dropping off and she's like they were like like, it's like week three. What are you talking about? So, um, is that because she's excited for like just because it's exciting and it's like a new thing that's in the back of her head, or because she wants to go to 
public school. No, I don't think, I don't even know if she completely grasps that she, like, next year she won't be going to this school. So I think that's something that also we have to like, she knows, like we've told her, but I, but I mean, who knows what a kid actually is absorbing at that level and, and, and stuff. So I don't think it's that. I think it's, I think it's just, she wants right. to be older and she wants to be with the elementary school kids. Yeah. And she likes, and especially because the way that Montessori works, like I said, over and over, it's this three year cycle thing. She's in the last year of her three year cycle. Mm-hmm. So the next step would be she would be going to another class where then she is now the youngest rather than the oldest uh, yeah. level in the class. So I think she's just more looking forward to being older and bigger yeah. and she wants to be bigger. So she wants to be in grade one. But um, yeah, to, simply to answer your question, Lucy, it's it's uh, she'll, I, she most likely will be going to public school next year is 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 what it is. And I and I think it'll be a good it'll be a good transition for her. I think I think that's a good time to do it. That leads me to my follow up question. Are you concerned about that transition at all? Um, I'm not concerned. Um, so what the advice that we have gotten is because she has done three and a half years, almost four years of Montessori school, or like it will be at mm-hmm. that point, mm-hmm. um, they have suggested that and other parents have done this and some of the I was more specifically her teacher is that if she is not going to go into elementary levels in a Montessori setting then send her to a French uh, uh, like French immersion school where it's half in French half in half in English Um, and and that'll be enough of a challenge for her because the way that the Montessori level works is that you just end up having you you you're just developing at a faster rate especially in like a few subjects because it's so open ended on what she can choose to do she's very very far ahead in math in in counting that's like her like passion like she just loves math and everything but they also teach french at the montessori school and her then going to a french immersion school would be like an additional challenge and she would find it stimulating they have just found that making that transition to just an english speaking public school going from what is essentially senior kindergarten but in a montessori setting to grade 1 in a public school setting is um is is difficult is mm-hmm. is difficult because it's not as stimulating mm-hmm. so it's not as it's not as engaging it's not as engaging for her because she'll find a lot of the stuff easy she'll find mm-hmm. it just like she's already been doing it for a couple of years so as long as that happens and i think we would like to send her to a french immersion school yeah. as long as that happens i feel more comfortable with it i am completely convinced that that first two weeks she is just going to be like why can't i just walk around the classroom whenever i want why can't i just do whatever why can't i do whatever i i I want i have a set desk that i gotta sit at and i gotta do the workout i gotta sit and you know sit and listen while someone teaches all of us all at once like that's that's that i think is going to be difficult for her to 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 grasp at least for the first few weeks is and and not just the the struggle of new friends new people new classmates but just that is like I have my own desk it's a different setting it's a different school it's a different way of working like that that to me is I'm very interested in seeing how that transition works because yeah parts of it make me nervous and parts of it I'm like she'll do fine in I think that's a common struggle because kindergarten is very similar and that it's not as structured like there's they don't have desks and stuff so but I uh, I was gonna ask is grade one like set desks yes well at least for us it was hmm because um, like can, like, like desk clusters with a with a play area. Hmm, okay, yeah. At least for I guess us it, it was. probably depends on the school too. But like, 
like no desks to strictly desks, but I could be wrong. Ours um, was um so kindergarten was there were play stations around the room like there was like the water table and there was like the easel and there was like the the little like people and the houses and blocks and all these like different playstations but then there was a desk where you would do the work and so like that was its own station so it wasn't that there were no desks it was just that like you didn't have an assigned desk because there was just like this one table where you would sit with the teacher and do like the physical um work but then is grade one just like strictly desks like there's no no... so there's desk clusters and then there's a play area right so like i think it was like a carpet there's like a carpet at the front of the class they sit at and yeah yeah like they can sit there for story time and they do get they do still get like um uh even in grade two he still says like they still get play time at the end of the day where they can pick a toy out of the toy cupboard and play okay. in the classroom and stuff but it's more desk centric but even like are already in kind like he only does half day kindergarten and he gets to do things like like you remember days of the week like it's which is always random like why is it six i don't get it anyway um <laughs> so like he has his library days his music days and his yeah. gym days so he alternates so like i feel like that also would be a consistent consistent area for like moving from kinder to grade one two three you know uh, so we also always have we had those things in kindergarten as well we did anyway um like gym class uh music class um dance class uh library yeah yeah so i feel like like from kinder to grade one like it won't be a crazy transition at least for us um Michelle might have a bit of a harder time just because yep. it's not the same structure. I'm yeah. just maybe I'm not sure, but um, maybe having those other things too might also be helpful for her. Like having like a gym class, which would be just like a f- kind of a free reign, similar to like maybe a bit of a yeah. Montessori, where like that might help her with the transition. Maybe yeah, and I think that just you know, it's funny because I'm the way that you guys are talking, especially you, Lucy, about what grade one and grade two is. I'm now going, do I even remember what grade one and grade two is like? <laughs> like, I'm like, maybe I'm thinking of like, maybe I'm thinking of like grade seven, grade eight with all the desks in rows and you can't turn around. And it's, I'm like, I don't think. And then when you said desk clusters, I'm like, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, that makes, that, that's a little bit. So maybe I'm just like, like four or five uh, desks to a cluster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm just thinking about it in a way where I'm just like, I'm thinking of grade six because it's just. I can't remember that far back and like my grade one grade two memories are gone and I'm just like whatever but but I think that she I I think that she would have I think she will have some difficulty doing the transition I I just I think that's inevitable like it's just I think I think I think there's just no way if for no other reason it's a new teacher it's a new environment new kids new friends like it's like for any other reason like like the 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 difference of methods is one thing, but like even the other stuff could be a different transition for her. I, a year from now, we're going to be talking about very different drop-offs. Like it's just right. like, there'll be like, because they're going to be going now to different schools. Yeah. So even that will be like different. And she has asked, uh, she has asked specifically for next year. This is how much she's thinking of head ahead. She's like, can you, can we drop off 
the twins first, Daddy, before we drop me off, so I can help them. I can help you drop the twins off, like, and then and then you can drop me off. And I'm like, yeah, yeah we can do that, but I don't think that's going to logistically yeah. work when one school is closer than the other. Like, I couldn't imagine having to take all three of them to drop off too, and then have to put Michelle back in the car. Like, I like whatever is the least amount of taking outness. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Let's just be optimistic that Michelle is going to freaking love this new school and she's going to be like, boom, I know people here already. I'm going to own this school. And then she's just going to go in and be like, boom, I can speak French. Mm. And she's got this. Yeah. And, and I and I hope so. And I and I and I I absolutely believe that there's a absolute reality that she does that like and, and that she and rocks it like and a, that she loves it and stuff but i just know that it'll be a transition for her i just know that it'll of course. be i'm just trying to be optimistic but and like michelle's michelle's very much like she she could go either way she could have a hard time she could also just love it and like it's a whole year away who knows what she's gonna be like then well and that's that's the other thing about it is that if she's already asking about grade one and she's already curious about it and she's already you know, because grade one is like a definitive thing now. Like, you know, you're in kindergarten. Like, it's like, we don't say that you're in senior kindergarten or last year we didn't say you're in junior kindergarten. Like, it's just like, you're in this class and it's a different name when you're in Montessori school, but it's like, grade one is grade one. Like, that's like a right. very it definitive, like, I feel number. like now I, I feel like now we've started school. Like, I know, I know that's not the case. I know school starts before <laughs> then, but it's like, grade one is like, now it's like, okay, you had your practice run. Okay, now here's yeah. like, now we're going to actually let's do this front here's round one like and we're gonna do this and it's it, there is a there is a, a big step for any kid to, to have to they're they're gonna make that transition and 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 but i think you're right hannah in the sense that i i it's a year from now who the hell knows what could happen yeah. <laughs> like if who anything, the hell knows if, who she is if any if your kids are anything like mine it's gonna be the complete opposite like r has a fantastic thing L is begging to go to kindergarten. He cries about it all the time. I want to, he saw the picture of our in kindergarten and he goes, I want to go to kindergarten. And then I'm just like, I'm sorry, L. Like, you got three years. Like, they're only two years apart, but they're three school years apart. And I'm like, you got three years until you start kindergarten. So, oh, yeah. So that's a brutal climb. And for like, him. yesterday I picked up L slightly early from daycare so that we could go get. Um, are off of the school bus and I didn't think anything of it. I was like, let's go get R off the school bus. And we waited and he came down and R was like, oh my God, you're right here. And was like so excited. And then we like started walking with all the kids back to daycare, which is where I parked. It's like two seconds away. And Elle broke into tears and I was like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? I didn't think anything of it because it's my adult brain. He was devastated that he didn't get to go on the school bus. And he is just so heartbroken that R gets to do all these cool things. Yeah, that yeah. You might you might face that next year of the twins being like, why don't I get to go to the French school? Yeah, or something. I, can see, I can definitely see that for the mm -hmm. twins. I can definitely see that like being... Um, if for both of them evenly like it's like they're both very attached to her so i can obviously uh, yeah it's different for the younger ones too i mean it also might be different because they have each other like yeah, you know totally. l doesn't have like uh, like another sibling that they're, like it's it's a specific circumstance with like twins but um J junior and rose not having their sister there because she's going somewhere else i can see that being a tough transition for them as well or just yeah just a jealousy thing well what works what school is that she gets to go at because mm -hmm. michelle is uh, she's supposed to be here where's the oh she goes to the, yeah exactly i'd like to go especially as they get older and they'll be able to understand more and i'm sure there will be times when i drop off michelle first before i drop off the twins and they'll get to see the school and it's like you know 
it's yeah, just maybe madness, it's gonna man. be this like madness. alternating thing of like today it's dropping off michelle first and tomorrow it's the twins and then you're just gonna have this whole nightmare of like um uh, of planning what what route you're gonna take that day and it's gonna be awesome oh it's gonna be <laughs> so fantastic that van is gonna be uh just gonna be a party van and and then really it's just three kids that are crying because they all want to go to the other person's school yeah <laughs> that's all it is no i want to yeah. go to grade one i want to go back to kindergarten like that's, that's you know what just... kids just go to university already move out yeah. let's just go let's just, just get go. out of here let's get just, on like, with it spe- where's your dorm i don't have to do that i don't want to do this anymore my parents didn't even help me unpack. They just like dropped the boxes and they just got out of here. All right. Well, they on. didn't even slow the car down. I had to roll out and then they threw my stuff out after me. <laughs> the van door was broken open so we could just tuck and roll and the stuff yeah. got thrown out and the, thrown the out. van door stayed open as they drove away. It was awful. My my diapers and my, my, my teddy bears were everywhere. They were all over the campus. I had to pick them all up. The box fell out. Oh my goodness, yeah. And the snacks, the snacks. I lost so many snacks. But the goldfish just sprayed everywhere. <laughs> that's what that's what they uh that's what they put in like the campus paper. Goldfish uh, <laughs> rained down as Goldfish uh, Massacre as... first day of school. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to chat with us, slide into our DMs, leave a comment, or email us at thestayathomespodcast at gmail.com. Bye!